0: This is Real Estate News with Kathy Fedke. With eviction moratoriums in place for nearly a year now, one might assume that investing in rental property would not be prudent. If people lose their jobs and can't pay their rent, how could the landlord pay their bills like the mortgage, property taxes and insurance? Yet, in spite of the unprecedented challenges of 2020, Some metro areas have actually seen rents rise, according to a recent CoreLogic report that tracks rent collections. I'm Kathy Fetke, and this is Real Estate News for Investors. When the coronavirus pandemic struck the U.S. a year ago and businesses started to shut down, many people were concerned that the economy would collapse, along with real estate values. The real estate market did indeed change dramatically as a result of the pandemic, but not how people expected. As we know now, many businesses were able to pivot quickly to adjust, allowing more people to work remotely from home than ever before. And the freedom to work remotely has launched a migration to places where people can live in bigger homes at a lower cost. As more and more people choose those low-cost locations, demand increases and prices rise, including the amount landlords charge for rent. According to CoreLogic's latest National Single-Family Rent Index, the nationwide year-over-year increase was 3.7% in November. That's up from 2.8% in November of 2019. The rent growth rate was much slower at the beginning of the pandemic, but it picked up as the year went on. By November, CoreLogic says the rate hit its highest level since June of 2016. As reported by Inman News, CoreLogic's principal economist, Molly Bessel, says, Rent increases for single-family properties rebounded in recent months and in November exceeded the pre-pandemic rate. She says this is in contrast to rents for multifamily properties, which have decreased as tenant preferences shift away from high-density apartment buildings to low-density single-family homes. Rents for middle- to high-priced homes increased the most. CoreLogic says those rents went up as much as 4% in November compared to a year earlier. Middle to high-priced homes are worth from 100% to 125% of the median price in the area. Homes worth less than 75% of the median saw some downward pressure on rents, from 3.6% rent growth in November of 2019 to 3.3% rent growth last year. Among the more affordable markets with a high rate of rent growth are Phoenix and Tucson, Arizona, at close to 10% and 9% respectively. Las Vegas was third, with Charlotte in fourth place. Rent growth in Las Vegas was just over 6%, and Charlotte, it was close to that 6%. The six other markets at the top of the list are Detroit, Dallas, Atlanta, Houston, St. Louis, and San Diego, with rent growth percentages from 5% in Detroit to about 3.75% in San Diego. Another important part of the real estate investing puzzle is to know where people want to live, where they're moving to. U-Haul offers a great way to see this trend because people rent U-Haul trucks to move. And the latest report from U-Haul shows that Tennessee is a 2020 winner for growth. Known as the Volunteer State, Tennessee had the highest number of do-it-yourself movers, even higher than Texas and Florida, although they were second and third, respectively. The Lone Star State and the Sunshine State have held on the top of the U-Haul list since 2016 with Texas in the number one spot from 2016 through 2018, and Florida stealing the top spot in 2019. Now they share the stage with Tennessee. I should also mention that in 2015, North Carolina was number one for incoming U-Haulers and is still among the top 10. The other seven states attracting lots of newcomers are Ohio, Arizona, Colorado, Missouri, Nevada, North Carolina, and Georgia, in that order. At the other end of the list is California, as the state losing the most people via U-Haul moving trucks. It was 50th in 2020, but is ranked between 48th and 50th since 2016. That's what happens when the cost of living and doing business gets too expensive. It's now even easier for highly paid California workers to move out of state and work remotely. If you'd like to see more of the data in the CoreLogic report on single-family rents and the U-Haul report on migration patterns, You'll find links on the podcast player for this episode at newsforinvestors.com. And if you'd like referrals to property teams in those states, just click on the Invest tab and you'll get a list of the property teams and property managers recommended by our 54,000 members at Real Wealth. I'm Kathy Fedke, and thanks so much for joining me here on Real Estate News for Investors. Again, you can get those links at newsforinvestors.com.